The Yard Dog Press Audio Roadshow contains stories that sometimes have coarse language. So leave the puppies in the kennel when you give us a listen. For those of you who have never been to a road show before, this is a chance for our writers and artists if any of them so want to, to come in to entertain you guys and um, hopefully you can buy some books. Because if you don't buy any books, you're going to be eating McDonald's french fries for the rest of the weekend. Now we're going to move in with Selena. <laughs> You're listening to the Yard Dog Press Audio Roadshow. Hello, and welcome to the Yard Dog Press Audio Roadshow. November is the month of Thanksgiving, family, and also National Novel Writing Month. Whether you are celebrating mass turkey execution or busy banging out a novel, we've got all your podcasting needs covered here at Yard Dog Press. This, today, we present to you is a chain story invented on the spot at the live roadshow at FinCon 2013 by several Yard Dog Press authors. This is our lineup. Yeah, this is a lot of us. Go ahead, sit your foot down or stand up. It was our... Yeah, I want to do it. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, whoever's going to be on that end has to be the anchor. I'm heavy enough to be an anchor. Go, go, go. Whoever's on that end has to be the anchor. Kathy, get your butt up here. Can I get Laura, the Listen carefully so you know what we're doing. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a story, and each one of them is going to do the next part of that story. And then when we get to the very end, now they're fighting over who's on the end, right? It's like, no, no, don't make me be on the end. And when we get around, whoever's on the end is going to finish that story so that our story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Unlike so many books that we see these days. (laughs) And and so hopefully they'll do a really good job, and and that'll sell some books. Hopefully they won't get up here and go, oh, don't want to say. Because if they do that, we're going to beep and put them in the audience. How's that sound? Does that sound good? Ah. Can I take a yard dog's last picture? Oh, we don't care. Go for it. Hey. We don't dress up fancy like this so people don't take our pictures. <laughs> you guys need to get up here for the picture. You have to get up here for the picture, Laura. For the picture. Picture. Let's take a character. Now, i got to warn you that I got the idea for the front of this story while I was channel surfing. <laughs> uh, what were you watching, Springer? I was channel surfing, so I got the idea for this story while I was channel surfing. 
I figure we'll set it in the bubbles of the apocalypse universe since all of us know a little bit about that. And that'll kind of help move the story along. So this is where I start the story. I was like, so I was 13 years old when my pa said, come on, let's get our rifles and go to the woods. I am tired of Bigfoot stealing all our chickens. I told Pa I figured it was Yumby. Pa said Yumbies eat brains, not chickens. So we had to go into the woods to look for Bigfoot. <laughs> well, that could be the line in your story. Because it's, it's, too, too, it's too early to go out hunting for Bigfoot. Yeah, when the hell is the right time hunting for Bigfoot? When they go out eating chickens, they still could be young these. Just don't, don't give me that. You're telling, Pa said, you're telling me that they go out eating chickens just for their little chicken shit brains? <laughs> well... I ain't seen no Bigfoot. There ain't no such thing. Shut up and come on. So we got into the car and got the rifles and drove along till we, till I smelled something really nasty I didn't like to think about. Of course, Dad didn't have bathed in about a month, so <laughs> that could have been it. And I don't think his shoes have been off for about seven months anyway. But it smelled bad, so finally he, he stopped the truck and we got out. And I got behind him, although that wasn't too fragrant, neither. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, when you get done, come and sit in the audience. Oh. <laughs> so that there's more room and you guys can move up. So we was chomping through the woods, and I was bitching and pissing because I didn't want to be there. And I was getting burrs in my socks. <laughs> my feet hurt. Got whacked by a tree branch. Want no sign of no Bigfoot. Things starting to think my pa was losing his mind when all of a sudden we heard this really loud crashing noise off in the distance. Pa took off like a grease wind through the woods, and um, I'm like, What the hell? and ran off after him. Next thing we know, we see the strangest damn thing. <laughs> Bigfoot, but it was big. Whatever it was, it was big. And it was naked. And its butt was shining like the full moon. And Pa was standing there staring at it, going, Bo, come on, let's shoot him now. And I'm going, Pa, I can't see nothing to shoot but a big butt. And I don't know what I'm shooting. I might shoot some girl or something. Oh, shit. That's it, Sally. Pa, you don't want to shoot her. Oh, hell yeah. He cocked his gun and he aimed it at Aunt Sally, and then all of a sudden, he pulled his gun in the other direction. And I looked around to see what he was aiming at, and damn, if there wasn't this big, hairy, ugly feller chasing across the meadow with another ugly fella. And I said, Pa, I do believe that's really... <laughs> Of course, that didn't help because it just knocked us into the ground. 
I helped paw up, and we took off after him. After two or three miles through the woods, he said, now this ain't going to help. What we need to do is dig ourselves a pit trap. I said, I don't think pit traps work on Yumbies or, or Bigfoot. So we sat there and we argued for a while, back and forth. And finally, he, t he left me to dig the trap, and he took off stalking Bigfoot and the Yumbie. So I dug and dug and cursed and dug and dug and dug and cursed and got down in the bottom and realized that I forgot to leave a ladder so I didn't know how I was going to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if it weren't the luckiest day, now luck comes in good and bad, so you have to take them in there, but I was looking to try to get up out of that, and the biggest, hairiest paw come reaching down for me, and I looked up into that big old ugly, hairy-assed face, and it yanked me up by my shanks, just hauled me up out of that, and I looked close and hard, and Paul was standing over there, and I said, Paul, does Bigfoot eyes look kind of familiar to you? <laughs> and Paul says, you know, they do look a lot like your sister cousin Merlene on your mother's house. <laughs> I'll leave you there. <laughs> standing in the middle of the woods and not knowing what she was going to be able to do by herself over there when we just run off. Here is Merlene, and we couldn't leave another relative just by themselves, so we said, hey, Merlene, what you doing out here in the middle of the woods? And she just kind of grunted at us, but hey, that's how she talks, so we kind of figured, well, okay, come on with us, Merlene, because we're out chasing Bigfoot. <laughs> All right, so we went sauntering to see where uh, those chickens had gotten off to since that was what we were out here to do originally, was find out who was stealing our chickens. And uh, so going along through the woods with two possible Bigfoot types with us, uh, we decided to uh, uh, see, what, see what we could find on those chickens. We're following chicken bones, chicken... Feathers, yeah. Like that, us in this big round circle. Next thing we know, we're right back at that hole. Figured, well, what the heck? We had that hole dug. We we're looking for Bigfoot. We found relatives, you know, close to Bigfoot, but not actually Bigfoot. Took a look in that hole to see what was what was in there. No Bigfoot. Elvis impersonators, aliens. Whole bunch of Twinkies somehow got there. But the weirdest one was right in the middle. So here we are, standing over this hole, and with all these strange, strange people, and, and right there in, in, the, in the middle of, of, that, of that whole mess of, of folks is a lawyer. <laughs> of, course, of course, he's a yummy lawyer. And, and so he, he's trying to eat all these, all these people. He's taking snaps at them, and they're, they're kind of keeping, uh, keeping him at bay, so... So, uh, cousin, sister, Aunt Ma Maureen starts grabbing everybody out there that she wants to save, and then she leaves a, 
uh, a couple of uh, aliens down there with, uh, with, with, with a yummy lawyer to uh, fend, fend for themselves. And uh, then they decide, well, we kind of uh, build ourselves up an appetite. And Amari says, yeah, let's go find some... <laughs> Chickens! Well, Sally's like, well, I don't think you're going to be finding any chickens because, you know, men is hard to find anymore. And they're kind of finicky. They just want your brains. But I got more than brains. Look at this ass. It shines in the dark. I want me a man. And you people are getting in my way because I am going to go to the meadow, and that is why the chickens are gone because I had to pluck them because I needed to make me... Some of these. <laughs> At which point we heard a huge grunt coming out of the woods. And we turned around and Merlene squealed. And all of a sudden this huge hairy beast came right at us. And I aimed the gun and forgot I hadn't reloaded it after the last time. And while I'm fumbling, he runs over and he grabs up Merlene and gives her a huge hug. And Uncle grabs his gun and says, hey, I'm Merlene, I'll shoot him. And she says, don't shoot dare. I finally got me a man. You're not going to mess with this one. <laughs> and then we heard some more crashing and realized that we forgot all about the hairy yumby. <laughs> so we looked at our sister cousin and our other sister cousin and all the relatives and everybody who was sort of gathering around with this look on their face like, what are we going to do now? And once again, we heard big crashing in the underbrush. And we see over on this side of the meadow, there's those terrified yumbies that are big and ugly and like no yummies you've ever seen before. And suddenly, on this side, we see lots of big feet. <laughs> Six or eight or however many more than that there are. And they're, they're looking, and the yummies are looking, and they're looking at each other like they're mean. And they're, this one takes a step forward. And that one takes a step forward. And they're all sort of grunting and moaning. And, oh, 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 oh. And that's the time when we decided it would be the best idea to start the music for the uh, the musical dance number. <laughs> and the yummies and the, 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 the big feet just start dancing, all thriller like and stuff. And the chickens come out and they're kind of circling and looking and like. Dude, we are so not having another family reunion at the full moon again. I don't know what was in that still, but it was roasted and contaminated because these people were all nuts. And that's why you no longer have above a family reunion at the full moon. If you're looking for a unique gift to give this Christmas, please think of Yard Dog Press. We have books that cover a wide variety of topics from science fiction to young adult to nonfiction. One book you might want to consider is It's Not Rocket Science, Spirituality for the Working Class Soul. And if a Kindle is on your Christmas list, remember that many of our titles are now available in ebook format as well.
Until next time, keep this in mind. If the cranberry sauce is green, just say no. You've been listening to the Yard Dog Press Audio Roadshow. The stories, songs, and other creative skits used during this show are the intellectual properties of their various creators and of Yard Dog Press. Please respect their individual properties. The opinions expressed on this show are that of the individuals expressing them and not of Yard Dog Press as a whole. You can find us on this show via Apple iTunes by typing the words Yard Dog Press into the search engine. We're the only podcast listed beside the many fine Yard Dog titles. If you like what you hear, leave us feedback. You can also find this podcast through my blog, TracySMorris.com. Just click on the image of the Yard Dog on the right-hand side of the blog. For more information on our titles, visit us on the web at www.yarddogpress.com. Look. Go away. Read some books. <laughs>